Yo fam, you guys are in for a treat. This is a special behind the scenes edition with my boy Ricky Dollar Green. He just dropped a single a week or two ago. He's got a, an album, Face Off 2020 or Face Off LP coming out. And this was his first single off of the Face Off LP called Here We Go Again. And he talks about his childhood. He talks about mental health and addiction. He talks about turning it around. He talks, um, his his niece is on the record with him. And it's just a great, great story. And, and I find that I connect so much more with art when I know the artist. And at the end of this, at the end of this interview, when you hear me and uh, Ricky uh, uh, chop it up about the story behind the music, behind the scenes, I'm going to play the song for you. I want you to make sure that you show Ricky some love. My boy Dollar Green on Spotify, on Facebook. He actually just uh, dropped another one. It's it's a quite a, a fun little banger on tip top, uh, TikTok called Let It Bop. It's it's a uh, it's it's a cool song. Get you dancing, get you moving. But make sure you show him some love if you like the stuff. Again, it's Ricky Dollar Green. He goes by Dollar Green on most of his stuff. Facebook, Spotify, and uh, and make sure you keep an eye out uh, on him, man. I think he's doing some really cool stuff. He's a good advocate. He is someone in our recovery community that is a proponent of trying to get people to get help, even if it's just basic counseling, family counseling, family support, and uh, just another example of proof that you can turn it all around. I hope you enjoy this episode, and make sure you hang around at the end so you can hear his single, Here We Go Again. Holler at your boy. I love you. Hang on. Boom. Boom. What up, fam? This is Preston with the High Cost of Anonymity, and I got my buddy, Ricky Dollar Green, on the line. And uh, I was uh, I was inspired, man. Uh, I interviewed him on a podcast a while back. He dropped his first single off of his new album, which is called Face Off 2020. The album is Face Off 2020, yep. Face Off 2020. Well, first, yeah. your first single with your daughter and the name of it is here we go again here we go again and yeah i kind of got back in leaks i was like ready for this thing you were hyping it up it's dropped it's in my terms what i think this thing's absolutely exploded um it's uh i've had a couple friends that that hit me back that said um that they really like it they like the message and i wanted to get on here with you and let you explain to people explain to my crew and your crew like what's the meaning and purpose behind it what's the story uh what was your your goal in putting this uh this single out and i just want to let the people just let the people hear from it from you and uh learn a little bit more about you why don't you uh tell us about it dude that's so far like and, I, and I'm glad, dude, I'm so glad that I got somebody like you on the team who's who's taking an interest, right, who's willing to have these conversations because, like, it's – I said it was Face Off 2020. That's my hashtag that I've adopted, but it's the Face Off EP, right? That's going to be the official gotcha. name of it. Um, and this is the first single. And, dude, like, no, I'm not famous, but, bro, for little old me out of my little basement here, for the first drop, like, my Spotify numbers right now, I think I've had 41,000 uh, monthly listeners – and that all jumped off on August 6th, bro. Before that, I I would be, man, I, 
<laughs> Tell the truth, dog. Tell the truth. What were the numbers like before August sixth to now? Tell the well, truth. In June, I had twelve. I had twelve uh, followers on Spotify, and I, I was one of them. Yeah, so eleven, not counting you, Preston. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, so, dude, I'm I'm super pumped, bro. Because for it to like, I was hoping to get this kind of traction by the end of the Face Off EP, mm-hmm. and here we are, like eight days into the drop, bro, and it's it's crazy right so um and i'm like i'm glad to have the opportunity to sit and explain everything with like for for what you're saying because this is an eight song project but every song has is going to be is fully independent right so i'm going to release several singles i haven't decided if i'm going to do three or four it all depends on the timing because i do want to get it out by december 31st that's my drop on the ep no matter what right um here's what here's what i want to know ricky for those people that haven't heard about it, why don't you tell us what it's about and yeah. where the inspiration came from? Uh, for yeah, but dude, um, so here we go again. When I when I make music, what we do is we get the instrumental. I say we, me and Kylie did on this one. Um, but so I'll back up. Basically, when I make a song, I hear the instrumental, I vibe to it, and and I just I've been doing this for a long time, man, and I go with. What is the what does the music tell me? What is it saying to me? Right, that's just what I do. I vibe out. I, at any given time, I got like 20 in my playlist, blank instrumentals that I'm going through and like just seeing what hits with me, and I write from there. Right. Um, so on this one, I'm doing that, and and Kylie, I picked Kylie up. So Kylie, for those of you nobody knows this, right? So Kylie's my niece. Um, she lived here for five years. It's uh, my wife's niece. She came from the same environment I did. Um, I came from broke a broken home um mental health addiction um so kyla was growing up in that and uh there was a tipping point in that and um, mom was in an ambulance kyla came home to mom in an ambulance Uh, it wasn't the first time that that had happened and um since then kyla came to live with us and that again that was five years ago so overnight i'll be what's up how old is kyla she's 15 so i became like a I had a teenage daughter like overnight, you know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so it's been interesting, but the cool part, I, I, I was picking her up from, I think volleyball practice, but I'm, I'm, she's going through these with me cause she loves music too. And we just start vibing to this one and it's a, it's a raspo beat. Um, and we're vibing to it and I'm like, what's that say to you? And she, and she's like, uh, it was, she didn't say it was never your fault. She said it wasn't your fault. That's what yeah. she said. It wasn't your fault. And I'm like, dude, like chills. We both got cold chills and, and I was like, tell me more. Cause we connect with our wounds, man. I'm like, tell me more. And then, you know, she started talking and I started talking and it was on. Right. And then the next thing that came to me after she said that was daddy's drinking, mama's off of medicine. Right. So the song, uh, that's where it spawned from. That's where it came from. And then it evolved from there. Right. So there was the idea, there was the concept to it. There was the instrumental. Um, I went in, we went in and did the hook. Once we got the hook down, um, then it was just about once I do that, I'm not writing. I turn it on and I push record and I, I go with whatever happens. And that's what, yeah. that's what happened. That's what came up. And so for the listeners, so they understand uh, just a brief little background in, in what that song is about. Like you said, you grew up in a, a broken home on our, on our longer podcast. You talking about, you know, dad being in and out, mom struggling with mental health. What was yeah. Uh, what was a bit of the inspiration behind this story and why so many people um, are, are identifying with it or maybe why you think they're identifying with it? Cause it's a pretty, 
intense and raw story uh, that a lot of people kind of keep behind closed doors and they never really talk about it. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of that too because clearly, man, like there's there's way more engagement on my Spotify than I got like when I post about it on Facebook. It's like there's some, you know, people aren't, aren't you know, don't really want to talk about that, right? That's exactly sure. what Face Off is about too. Um, but so I'm coming from this place of, I think Kylie is what triggered the idea that I should come from the, the eyes of a child, right? But I remember, I remember, you know, my parents telling me, hey, don't, don't tell them, don't tell the counselors at school we're doing this because they'll come take your ass, they'll take you out of here, right? Like I was told that, right? Because they were doing some inappropriate stuff and it's the truth, but like they, they if I told somebody what was really going on, they would take me away. Well, that's not normal, right? Like yeah. that's not okay. Um, and it, but and for you, us, it was, for me, it what, was. What do you think about like some, some of the lyrics that you think, uh, that you feel like really stand out to you, like the hook, you know, daddy's drinking, mama's off for meds again, and maybe a couple other things that stood out and what really, um, what you remember about childhood that might, you know, that just really, um, I don't know, get your emotions going or what that may have looked like for, for those people that might be struggling or just, you know, maybe have that going on in their life. What, 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 uh, what are some lines that really stood out to you? Uh, that's a good question. I think like as an artist, there's an artistry piece to this and I always try to push myself and I try to say it without saying it. And a perfect example of that is he didn't mean to hit me. I should have listened better. Well, that's not right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the message. That's the, that's the attitude and the, that I take on. Like I protect my abuser. It's never my abuser's fault. Right. So I'm speaking from there without talking about that. Right. He didn't mean to hit me. I should have listened better. Daddy's no. drunk again. Right. Mama's off her medicine. Um, uh, so what did I say? I said another courtroom. Here we go again. Daddy's drinking. Mama's off her medicine. He didn't mean to hit me. I should have listened better. And mama's sick again, a pill would make her feel better. So that was our business and I should keep a secret. If I ain't keep it, then we get back to where we were. And it, that, so that's like, that's the point. That's the home. That's the dynamic. I'm a kid. I don't know what's going on. It just keeps on. You know, they said it was over. It felt, it felt cool again. Right. And then bam, now dad's drunk again. Mom needs more dope. Right. I don't really know what that, that, what that means as a kid. I just know if she yeah. gets another pill, she'll feel better. And yeah, she tells me that I can't talk about that to anybody, right? Yeah. So I think it's important because that's the voice of the kid because the kid, do they have a voice? I don't know. Um, I think there's, and, a, there's an interesting point there, Ricky, and, and it is, um, you know, it is traumatic for a kid. It is sad that kids have to go through that and experience that. But I was talking to a friend today about how many people that, the way that they parent is a recreation of the trauma that they went through. And yeah. how many times how easy it is to point out how bad a situation is and almost like paying no mind to maybe the trauma or challenges that they had. Cause I, I even look at myself as a father and there were things that I saw in my household that I swore I'd never do. I swore I'd never make anybody scared. I wouldn't yell at my wife. I wouldn't spank my kid. And yet in a pinch backed into a corner there, I go again doing, yeah. Yeah. doing things that I'm ashamed and embarrassed of. And maybe there's a large population that go, well, Preston, that's not really that, that bad. That's just parenting. But I feel the shame and guilt and just the, 
just the, um, you know, the discomfort that I have knowing I'm like in a unmanageable, powerless way acting out that which I swore I would never do. And uh, how many parents are out there struggling themselves? They're parenting in a way or they're acting in the way or they're using drugs and alcohol in a way that they swore they'd never do. And they have no, at this moment, they have no hope to get out, which both you and I have experienced getting out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fire. And that's also, that's, again, we come back to the whole thing behind the face off EP, bro, because I'm rapping about it, but I'm also sitting here and talking to you and telling you that that absolutely I connect with that right absolutely I relate to that and that's what you know I get to I get to I get to speak to that for them right so that there's people in my DM like you know connecting with me that haven't connected before um and and it's kind of it's kind of morphing into that and I like it's an honor um to like get to serve in that way and that's the point man I feel like my life is so awesome dude I'm I'm 14 years sober man like from where I came from um, and I also, I feel there's an obligation for me to, yeah, I give it back when, when some random, um, newcomer pulls up on me when I'm in a meeting, right. I give that back, Sure. but how small a scale is that? Right. How yeah. small, how small a scale is that? Like when, t- dude, I don't know if you watch the news or read articles, but the overdose numbers are just stupid climbing with this yeah. COVID stuff going on. People are dying, bro. And, and that's like the, in the, in the song. So the first part it came from, I was talking about the kid, right? And then in the second part, I'm talking about, I'm talking to myself right there near the end. Like, that's how I was behaving, right? I'm addressing me. It's like an accountability piece, right? From a place of love. I wasn't pointing a finger and shaking it and saying, shame on you. I was saying, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Here's what I said. I said, we, right? That's the point because I am them. They are me, right? Um, but I was talking about what we do, how we behave and what we're doing. And the truth is we're just scared to death, man. Like we're just, I don't know. I don't know any other way. And I'm terrified. I can't even speak to that. Right. The truth is I love my kids, but I'm still putting dope before them. Right. And, and I'm so fortunate that I've never, I haven't had to do that, bro. I've been sober since my children have been alive. So, um, but so in the second verse, that's kind of what the, here we go again. I brought it all the way back to, Here's what this is. And the truth is exactly what you just said. The truth is we come from broken. Like that's the, that's the anchor line for the whole song to answer your earlier question is there's all this going on. And the truth is I'm terrified. I don't know how to deal with it. And the truth is that's where I come from. Like I yeah. come from. broken, And um, so that's, that's the whole point of that song. And I'm so glad dude, to get to because the face off EP is in, the next song is called why right and it's a another piece not even to do with anything we're talking about now but another piece another angle another view of what that was like for me right so yeah man what uh and i and i appreciate uh giving a little peek behind the curtain and it's always interesting to hear um an an artist's perspective because I, i you and i've talked about this where when i see art or creativity or whatever, I kind of look at it, I make a judgment or I have a feeling or whatever. But when I'm able to connect with the artist, when I'm able to hear the story behind the story, behind the song, behind the art, like it just gets me at such a deeper level. And that's kind of how you and I uh, have, have, um, you know, connected, connected, continue to talk. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I, I really like what you're doing. 
And, uh, and I just feel like that your message is something that people need to hear. Number one, trying to make um, mental health and addiction normalize a bit. In other words, that there's not such a stigma and that people aren't so embarrassed and ashamed to reach out. But even from a, you know, the thing that I talk quite a bit about is making getting help, just simple counseling, therapy, maybe some group therapy, some group support work, just trying to make it normal because so many people are going through the emotions that you're talking about in the song, whether they experience that as a child or they're struggling as a parent that yeah. need a little bit of help. And if they get a little bit of help and it's okay to ask for help and get some a bit of direction, it can change the trajectory trajectory of their life, whether it's just for parenting or it's around their own mental health or addiction issues. So what kind of message do you think you can leave leave with us, um, you know, moving forward and, and what kind of impact you want to have, uh, not only with your music, but, but, um, but moving forward as a, as an advocate, I, I guess. Yeah, no, um, thank you for that. Cause like the, really that's what it's all about, man. Like the, the fact that I get to, dude, I've been making music since 2001. Think about that. Right. And I've made some music about some real ratchet stuff. I used to be, a, I used to be a dope fiend and a dope boy. Like I've been, you know, so the music's always represented where I was at in my life. Um, and, you know, I've been living this new life, this new committed um, to breaking that cycle in my family, right? And even now, to me, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have an impact on a large scale, right? So for me to, I get to use my music, my gifts, my creativity, the art part of myself, and the, you know, the whole, my soul, the healing, the healed, the recovered part of myself. And I get to bring that together, dude. And, and I get to be, I get to be a leader in that, right? Love, of, yeah. of, and I'm not the only one doing it, but like, I get, nobody can tell my story, Preston. Nobody can tell your story, right? Yeah. And there's so. You muted. How long have I been muted? You just barely. And now I can barely hear you, though. <laughs> the sound's off and everything. I don't know why, bro. Did you start talking? There it goes. You're back. Um, hey, good thing you got editors, bro. Yeah. When did you lose me? Uh, it was it was short. You noticed right pretty much right right off the bat. Um, I think you were saying that now you get to make an impact. You want to make a larger impact with a lot okay. more people. Yeah, so I'm going to start there, and then we'll bring it in there. So Good. you – and I'm really grateful to get to be able to do this, like to be able to bring my music and the story together, um, and I get to make my story louder and have more of an impact. You went mute again. What's what's happening? And I get to make my music start louder over. and have more of an impact by using my story. See, so, if you can, see if you can adjust it again because the uh, volume. I don't know why it keeps muting, bro. Like, does, uh, do you have your, you do you have your phone on um, Do Not Disturb or do you have a Do Not Disturb button? Yeah. It's Do Not Disturb. Right, there you go. Go. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that Android, dog? No, it's nothing to do with Android. So here we go. So yeah, man, I'm super excited to get to be able to use uh, my music to make my story louder and have a greater impact. 
and I get to use my story to have make my music louder and have a greater impact. So like the two of these running side by side, concurrent together like that, um, that's the most beautiful thing that I've that I've got to do as a part of this. And I think that's why Spotify and everything has done what it's done in eight days because it's 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 something special, man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it really is something special. Here's what I think is cool too, and 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 sometimes it takes a lifetime, and it maybe it takes a lifetime for a lot of people, but the how special it is for what you love and what you're passionate about to line up with something like your music, your photography, uh, what you're doing as an entrepreneur, as a family man, because so many people are looking for pat, they're looking for their passion, or they're looking for a way to have like a um, a creative outlet and so many people struggle in that area and maybe sometimes they never hit that but it feels to me that um that you've kind of hit that bit of a stride where your love for hip-hop and being an artist and a poet is meshing together with um recovery and and your desire to make an impact and and just be a good example and uh it's just it's just nice to see man Man, that's so fire, bro. I really appreciate you, Preston. For sure. Um, like, well, and I, and let's speak to what you're doing real quick too, man, because like you, like your podcast, man, like that's, you're, you, you're on the, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. Right. So like, I think that I, you, you're, you're right in that I've spent so many years wanting to speak, train, coach, teach. I didn't really know what that looked like, but, but I was always trying to, I wanted to, to take what you were doing and then try to imitate it. In other words, I was always looking for someone that was already speaking, training, coaching, or talking on a particular topic that I wasn't necessarily passionate about, but I wanted to just get up and kind of imitate you. In other words, like not finding, I, my insecure, I, I was insecure. I still struggle with that, but. Um, yeah, what, me too, bro. All right. What's really happened over the last year is I changed careers from, from eight years in selling flooring to uh, mental health and addiction. Once I got into that field, my creativity just exploded. And I got to a point in my life where I was like, I'm tired of worrying about what it looks like, what people think about me, what my logo looks like, the production quality, uh, having, a, having a, um, a theme. And I just wanted to start talking. And so that's where the that, the podcast has been going a little over a year. I'm 90 something episodes in. It's a lot of like intimate um, uh, detail and like my own personal recovery, the things I struggle with, the tools I use, that things aren't always as peachy as what we see on social media. And then I've also started interviewing people that are in recovery, mental health specialists, uh, psychologists, just people that are active in the community because I want to make counseling therapy and support groups like AA and other support groups as common as as going to a gym or going to a like a yoga class you know yeah. nobody would even think twice Ricky that if they want to lose some weight they go they go to a gym and they hire a personal trainer and they start going to groups so they can get support they don't even think twice but when it comes to insecurity when it comes to parenting when it comes to I really want to progress in my profession but I can't really find the way my, my, my relationship is good, but it's not really great. Like everybody waits until they're on the fence until they're absolutely desperate to ask for help. And if I want to, if I could do anything, it's just normalizing counseling, normalizing support, 
help making it cool to ask for help and to rely on other people. Yeah. Just be better. And so, uh, so anyways, it's fun. And, and to be honest, you're, you are one of the guys that, that, um, and one of the reasons that I'm glad I'm doing it. I reached out to you on Instagram. You and I have got a lot in common. We connected. Now you're on the favorites list. I call you for, you know, <laughs> stuff. you've helped me a lot. And, um, and, and, and me too. That's like a thing where my interests have aligned with some creative passion and I've got a year of podcast episodes. It's, it's cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, fire. I hope it, I hope it keeps going. Yeah, it's going to bro. Um, the, um, I was, I was going to say something. I don't even remember what it was, but that was, I'm that's sure, fire. Bro. I'm sure it was super awesome, but uh, what uh, I this. tell your people, tell our people how to get a hold of you. Where can they find you? Spotify, uh, I'm most active. What? Tell them all the places. Yeah, basically, I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you go to the, if you search Dollar Green on Facebook, you're going to find the main link. The first thing you'll see is the main link where you can get me on every channel. Um, but it's it's Facebook and then it's Dollar Green. So um, D O L L A Green. Yes, that everybody puts it right, bro. It's not Dollar Green, right? It's Dollar Green. Yeah, so Dollar Green. Um, but yeah, man, I'm hyped about this. I'm gonna um. Uh, I'm gonna get this together for us, and then we'll get it posted. The um, your podcast is on Spotify, and is that the main place? Where do people go get that? Yeah, so you can find me. It's it's uh on Instagram. It's K Preston Moore. K is in kettle. K Preston Moore. No spaces. The podcast is the high cost of anonymity. You can find it on Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Pods, anywhere you get your podcast. There's about uh, eight or ten of them, but the high cost of anonymity. Uh, where we cover all things mental health, addiction, personal development, parenting, you know, how to be a good human. And um, uh, hopefully you can hear something that you identify that encourages you uh, to reach out for help and and, uh, and just improve. So uh, check it out. Yeah, let's go, man. And I, and so you're going to, I'm going to put you on, on blast right here publicly. So are you going to help me document each one of these songs and talk about the story that comes with them? That's right, man. That's what's up. No, this is, it's a it's a Dollar Green series for Face Off uh, EP. EP. That's what I'm talking about. Good. So you heard it. There, there you go. He's committed, right? You can't back out now. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I appreciate All you. All right, bro. Well, I'll talk to you soon, okay? And then um, cut. So, yo, family. I'm glad you hung around. Here is my boy Ricky Dollar Green's first single from his. LP face off LP 2020. Here we go again. Check it out. Daddy's drinking. Daddy's drinking. Daddy's drinking. Mom was off of medicine. Mom was off of medicine. Mom was off of medicine. Here we go again. Said it was over. It felt like home again. Off of medicine. Daddy's drunk again, mama's off her meds again. Mama's Another courtroom. Court Here we go again. Another courtroom. Here we go again. Here we go again. Daddy's drinking and mama's off her meds again. He ain't mean to hit me. I should have listened better. And mama's sick again. A pill will make her feel better. So that was all our business. And I should keep a secret. If I ain't keep There'd be people that would come and get me Police are bad guys, they don't want us to be together You tell them something, they're coming, they'll take you forever We don't want that, 
There it is, my friends. Here we go again by Dalla Green and Kylie Love. Uh, how lucky are we to to experience that? And I just, I really appreciate what he's doing, and I would love to uh, see you guys support him. Check him out at Dalla Green on Instagram, on YouTube, on Spotify, on TikTok. Uh, check him out. Show him some love. Let us know what you think. Holla. <laughs> 